Hello, and welcome to Flagrant Pod Season 3 Helpside, an advice-ish, column-ish podcast where we answer unreal questions from real-life ballers. I'm your host, Sierra, and I don't care. I love it when Ashton joins the pod. And as a special treat, we have writer extraordinaire and author of the new book, Hoop Hoop Muses, Kate Fagan. (laughs) Thanks for having me. See, I got... This is so exciting. Yo, this is, it's crazy. So I have the book here too, Hoop Muses. I got to tell you that I didn't want to name it Hoop Muses for a while because it's hard to pronounce. Well, and you know, Uh I was so nervous about mispronouncing (laughs) your name. I clarified and everything and then I just butchered the name of the book. Right. (laughs) But like... I almost feel like the, the the publisher needs to like send forewarning to anyone mm-hmm. saying the name for the first time that they should work it out beforehand, right? Do a you local warm up beforehand. Yeah, you got to do like a hoop muses to get it right. So. <laughs> that's muses. actually you hoop do it really muses. well though. Oh, yeah, that's good. Hoop muses. I have so, a, I have like are. a chronic and well known, well documented case of mush mouth, so I was kind of doing she from does. the start. But it's welcome fine. to the podcast. It's on brand. We're so excited to have you here. <laughs> Um, yeah. I'm excited to Kate, be here. I remember like watching you on, you know, TV, like in college and being like, oh my God, so cool. Um, okay. Well, that's good. I was Isn't like, that how crazy? far back are we going to go? <laughs> yes. And now in elementary school. No. Yeah. I remember like, was, um, the first time I had a TV. <laughs> what was it? Like the 80s, 70s, 80s? <laughs> those times are crazy. Um, but it's just like so exciting to, you know have you on the pod now yeah and to have you here on zoom yeah. i know it's an what upgrade i gotta world. tell you it's definitely an upgrade talking to you two versus trying <laughs> to trying to say something about chris paul's third team in as many years so i'm mm-hmm. happy to be here mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah we we like to do we like to like sprinkle in basketball talk on this basketball yeah. podcast. Is that it's too like, much? Okay. No, that was... Yeah, and keep it to a minimum. We're getting <laughs> close to our quota already in the first five minutes here. Um, but I ha- we have a lot of really good letters today. We're going to give out some good advice. Before we get into the meat, the, the meat of the podcast, the vegan meat of the podcast, um, yeah, here's a couple on. pieces of housekeeping here. Um, stay tuned for some freaking March Madness content you guys keep your eyes peeled please because guess what it's mm-hmm. coming we're gonna do a lot of it i'm really excited for march madness we'll talk about it later when we get to our rosebud thorn but keep your eyes peeled for some march madness content um number two buy our shorts and then actually buy our shorts and one more thing really quick buy our shorts we have shorts. so many fun new colors we have like what is it orange and blue kind of nyx colors we've got red and black which could be the blazers or the raptors and if you're creative the bulls the bulls heat aces yeah dream if you hawks if you really want to yeah you know if you if you squint um what else we've got the double green which is ooh Mm. ooh the greeny beanies um and then we've got our classic teal teal and pink are still available right Mm mm-hmm I think so. That, yeah. I'm not well, I don't know. I don't know. I guess everyone could like go to our store and figure it out. We don't know why yeah. we have to do all you, work, Yeah. We don't have to, we have to do everything for you. Okay. <sighs> Crazy. Um, and then also I would say you guys should all sign up for our Patreon because you get access to exclusive merch. You also get access to the merch before everybody else. So if you have experienced that kind of like terrible moment when the merch sells out before you can get it, that will literally never happen. 
if you are a patron and then also you get access to our discord which is the best thing in the entire world in ashen's opinion and also mine i'm going to co-opt that opinion mm. so okay yeah. so we're doing that on international women's day cool <laughs> yeah and actually it was my idea to begin with so moving oh, on amazing um no but join our patreon it's honestly it's super fun you get like behind the scenes content from the podcast you get like uh, yeah special merch that only the patrons get and it's very fun you get to hang with us you get to hang with us yeah you kind of get like 24 7 unfettered access to flagrant at all <laughs> times wow that's a it's commitment y'all yeah it is, it is. well sure between is. between the east coast and then the west coast and then the fact that like ashton goes to bed at 2 a.m and uh bethany wakes up at like 4 a.m we kind of are <laughs> in there always it's really fun. yeah yeah there's and a representative in there at all times um but yeah those are some <laughs> housekeeping uh it's international women's day right now as we record this so maybe you support us i don't know it could be real it could be fun it could be real fun um <laughs> but i think it's now time to get into our letters i'm really excited about this first letter because it reads dear babby i'm looking for a fun and approachable way to learn more about the history of women's basketball any ideas signed literally everyone Hmm. Whoa! <laughs> this is so crazy. This feels oddly specific. Yeah, it's for this really targeted and pointed, actually. Wow. Yeah. If only you had the right guest, you know. Yeah, I, know. I was gonna say, Kate. Normally, we don't like kind of put these, put the onus on our guests to answer these questions. But do you, do you have any ideas? We're kind of let's spitball for a second here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we could maybe put together like a, a packaged good that actually puts all of that information in one place. Yeah. Mm. We could we could illustrate it. Mm. We could we could even bring on a really famous player in history to help us make it especially unique. Mm. I mean, it, we, and we could make it really vibrant and colorful, and so it, mm -hmm. it wouldn't feel like history, but it would actually feel like fun. Yeah. So weird. I feel like I can picture it already. For some yeah. Reason. I feel like it's like mm. a turquoise vibe, you know, mm -hmm. something that really stands out on the shelf. Yeah, maybe we'll do interesting. some. Um, maybe we could do some like fake movie posters and okay, mm. reimagine some video games from the past. How long? Do, how omitted. quickly do you think we could get this made? Like in the next two minutes or so? Yeah, I think so. Okay, I, think okay. We, I mean, cool. so we could three D print it, so that <laughs> yep. would be good. Yeah, 3D printing I got it. a book is awesome. Oh my god, I, I still, I still don't even know what 3D printing is. When somebody no. says they do that, I don't know what that means, but I just used it. Could right you there. 3D print a book or no? No, I don't, I don't think know. So. Right? I, think... I mean, what is it? What is 3D printing? What can you print? <laughs> I think it's very thin layers of plastic. I don't think you could 3D print. You could probably 3D print. So, a so you can print it open. Book. Yeah. Like oh. if you went like this, could you print it? Yeah, and you could do that for like every page. It was like, yeah. If you guys haven't okay. caught on, we are speaking in this really fun hypothetical. But guess what? This book actually exists. <laughs> Freaks, it's real. And that's Kate right. It. Yes, it's oh, called yeah. Hoop Muses, right? Yes, yes, I think so. Hoop Muses. <laughs> that's what I love. <laughs> An insider's guide to pop culture in the women's game. So yeah, it's so good. It's yeah. so gorgeous. Um, funnily enough, I was listening to, um, Off the Looking Glass today and I was something, there's like something very, um, I don't know if it's serendipitous. I think it's coincidental, but I was just talking about doing a piece on, um, just like a piece for the blog on the American redheads. And then I 
when I got your book, I was like, oh my God, the redheads are in here. And then I was listening to your pod today and I was like, oh my God, the redheads, they're like everywhere. What is, they're like, there's some message that I'm supposed to be receiving from the universe about the redheads. Um, I think what it is, is you should put a proposal together to do a scripted show on, based on the all-American redheads. I mean, that could Wait, be what the messaging Kate. is because Uh-oh. that feels like something we need, don't you think? Oh, no. Now I'm actually going to do that. I'm already working on three pilots. I haven't really told <laughs> no, anyone that. No, there's a fourth. Yeah. I kind of want to know what your pilots are now. <laughs> three I can't pilots. say here. I can say I'm blind. Yeah, I don't know why I started so many at once, but I did. So now I'm going to start a fourth because I think yeah. you're right, Kate. We'll, we'll, we'll do a fourth pilot. Um, but... <laughs> What was your favorite story to write in your book and Hoot Muses? Okay. So it, it, it's going to be something from deep in the past because even though I loved writing about everything from Title IX onward, I feel mm-hmm. like in everybody's mind, women's sports started at Title IX. And mm-hmm. like I've, I've gotten to this place now when somebody mentions Title IX, I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't know how you feel like... Yeah, I don't know if that's just me, but I'm like, I'm like, yes, thank you, Title Nine, but and and just to qualify because I feel like this could get taken out of context, but like, of course, <laughs> Title Nine is amazing, but also it it does contribute to this idea of like women's sports as a charity that we have now mm, taken yes. forward from 1972 into the present. So there, it, it's a it's both a bless and a curse, Title Nine. So mm-hmm. that is not my favorite story in the book even though thank you, Congress. Um, My favorite (laughs) story is from 1896. And Mm. it is when, you know that time. I mean, she was popping off. We were all there. And I think we had the, I think the story you're about to tell is when we put in um, an issue at one point about Senda Berenson. No, but that's also good. Okay. So this is about four years after Senda Berenson Okay. Is the first woman to adopt the game of basketball. And it is mm-hmm. on the West Coast when Stanford and Cal play the first intercollegiate women's basketball game in history. And the story of this game ends up uh, coming to us through the ages because the San Francisco newspapers, the, the Chronicle and, and another, a couple other big newspapers, they sent – female writers and female illustrators to this game because it would have been scandalous if a male watched these women play basketball. And uh, one of the writers ends up being this legendary figure and she writes an article that I would love to, that I would have wanted to write today. She doesn't care about the score of the game. She cares about like the pomp and the circumstance and and everything around it. She gives Mm -hmm. you these, these, this vivid picture of this game. And so you, so the details that come up out of it are amazing. First of all, the women are playing in thirds of the court. So (laughs) I I just kind of like end up geeking out on history. There's nine people to a side. Um, and so there's 18 people on this court and they can't leave their third. The score ends up being two to one because one, the baskets aren't fixed to anything. There's no backboard. And try to score a basketball, which is not how you say that, right? Try to score a basketball. I mean, if there is – you're stuck in a third of the court, you can't dribble. And there's three defenders also stuck with you. So, like, how would you ever score? So, anyway, this is my favorite story for a lot of details. One, men were climbing the walls to try to watch this game. 
So think about that when you think about men and how they feel about the ladies playing the sports now. And then also yeah. proceeds from the game, because there were 700 women who went to the game, went to fund the Cal men's track team's upcoming meet. So at the oh. dawn of women's sports, we were subsidizing the men. Oh my God. Of course, we were then almost immediately canceled mm-hmm. for the next 70 years. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> but this game just feels like the stuff of legend to me. Ugh. That's yes, so, that cool. so cool. <laughs> that's yeah. so Honestly, good. Honestly, history is really fun. It yeah. is. Maybe that's how we get more women, uh, like media people in, is we should reconvince everybody that it's too scandalous for men to be covering the women's game. I know. Exactly. Kind of a little life hack. Yes. And then all <laughs> of a sudden they're just like pawing, pawing yeah. at the doors <laughs> trying to get in. Yeah. Maybe we should oh just my tell God. them this isn't for you. And then they'll want it really mm-hmm. bad. A little reverse side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 101 there. That's actually, I actually love that. Yeah. We should figure that out. We should figure out how to incorporate this idea. Like, Mm -hmm. there should be like a cover of Flagrant that's just like men not allowed. No boys allowed. Not for your eyes. Yeah. No boys allowed. (gasps) Oh. See what happens. Actually, God, I feel like we're just, this is just like a content meeting so far. Yeah. We've got a show, we've got Flagrant's next cover. This is a real um, synergistic brain blast, if you will. Mm. Oh, Mm. wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll bring the seltzer water. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing use of that word. Thank you. Okay, one more detail from this game. Yes. I mean, I'm sorry. I know it's probably not no, as I interesting as I think it is. I love this is. shit. No, <laughs> I love it. Continue. But the only man who was allowed in this game was the janitor. And mm-hmm. it was really important that he was there because the baskets weren't affixed. So he, he had to put the basket back together numerous times. And every time he came into the vicinity of the women, the cow women cowered in the corner to hide themselves because it was so scandalous. But the Stanford women, they were ladies of the world, and they didn't know. Oh, they wow. Just, they just milled about as if nothing was going on. Um, I would so, have guessed it was the opposite. Yeah. You know? I would have, too. I, I would have, too, because Cal <laughs> seems more liberal, I guess. Yeah. But, I mean, Berkeley is, is like, like, you know, the... Anything no, goes. Nobody can see, but I'm throwing up some peace signs. <laughs> yeah. I got your energy. I got your vibe. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> From the silence. <laughs> I'm so easily influenced that actually points me a little bit more towards the direction of Stanford and the great Stanford versus Cal debate. Okay. Suddenly you're a Stanford fan. Suddenly I'm a Stanford mm-hmm. fan. Because in 1896, they were loose. <laughs> they were, yeah, they were loose. <laughs> they had no morals. They just let the male gaze fall upon them. Yeah. Oh, see. They're like bloomers. Like they're wearing bloomers. Yeah. 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 yeah I bet their ankles were showing too. Oh my God. I think they were. I think they were. Yikes. Yikes. Kate, where can people purchase your book who are interested in sports history, which everyone should be, by the way? Absolutely. Where can every single person listening to this podcast buy multiple copies of your book? Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, If they have a bookstore (laughs) that they love buying books from, they should go there. If they're one of those people who just wants it to be over as quickly and painlessly as possible, then just go to Amazon and buy the book there, and it'll be to you in like a day. But yeah. if you have a local bookstore, go do that. Yeah. The lo- hopefully the local bookstores have enough 3D printers that we can kind of get these all cranked out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, go early. Go- It'll take a couple yeah. hours. Yeah. But we know how to do it. So we'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited to read it. I saw I was like looking at oh. pictures today and I was like. <laughs> yes. 
Yes, I'm the, so the Sophia Chang illustrations are. I know fun. they're so good. The illustrations are so good. We gotta yeah, work with amazing. her. We do. Yes. Ugh. You have to get. Um. It. Actually, quickly before we um like maybe head to our new letter, I'm Sierra's constantly like trying to keep me in check, and I'm always like, let's chat more about whatever topic we're talking about. How did uh. Simone Augustus what was her role in because I think we should oh, yeah, mention yeah, yeah. since everyone yeah. loves her she's the best what yes. was her she, it says curated by so what was that process like yeah what's that actually mean um <laughs> so I mean it's not like it's not like Simone was like writing the book or researching the book but I really wanted to do a lot of fun things in it like the top international players of all time or reimagining NBA Jam with the graphics and there was a lot of chapters that I wanted an inside voice on. And I just wanted somebody at every turn to be like, if I'm saying this about so-and-so, do I sound like an idiot? Do yeah. I sound like somebody who hasn't actually played basketball? And so it like Simone's role was something so simple as at various points, simple as like, Hey, look, Sue Bird guarded you. If I do her NBA jam graphic and her defense meter is at this level, does that seem accurate to you? Yeah. And then running running player lists by her, talking to her for various key pieces, like because she she was a part of so many things, like the bubble season, the Minnesota Lynx wearing the um, change starts with us t-shirts, the the kiss mm. with Diana Taurasi, Olympic stuff. So she really was just somebody to bounce things off of, and like mostly just give me a thumbs up, like if mm -hmm. or no you. You can't possibly include that person on that list. We actually yeah. kind of all thought she was mediocre. You know, yeah. But, uh, but she, she never said that. She never okay. said that. I'm just saying can, hypothetically she could have. You can tell us offline. She did. Because I'd love to the know. Gossip offline. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, okay, everybody needs to go buy the book. It's the yeah, best. Go buy the book. Um, and also go buy the book. Go buy the book. Yes. And, go and then, buy yes. Yes. Purchase it and then live your life. As if it is your scripture. according to it, yes, mm -hmm. exactly. That's what I would like to do. <laughs> um, okay, so that was that's that's our first question. That's like maybe the best job we've ever done actually answering a question because we gave you a real answer and an action <laughs> yeah. plan. Um, you had an expert here, so that yeah, was, we that was will helpful yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah, it okay. was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> normally we don't know what we're talking about. Um, I think she's about to find out. Oh, yeah. Um, let's move on to our next question. Ashton, I see one here in the doc. I think I'm going to skip to the second one first and do the second and third one, and then we're going to circle back to the first one because I'm kind of liking this women's basketball streak that we're on. Um, so this It's next not my question, question, so. That's so true. I just want to keep you posted me. I didn't so you didn't think him. I was going rogue. You know? Right, right. Of course, um, yeah. So this question reads, Dear Babby, I'm a college basketball fan looking to do a little thing I like to call betting it all on the big game. When I was looking for a sports book, I was disappointed to find that lots of places don't have futures bets for the Women's March Madness tournament. One bet I did find is for the championship, but it just says South Carolina versus the field. What does that mean? And more importantly, do I take that bet? Signed, take my money. So this is, this is a funny little thing. I think whoever wrote us this letter must have been looking at FanDuel a few days ago because they actually have updated their odds so you can pick from any team uh, who might be playing for the championship. But for a while, the only bet they had for the Women's March Madness tournament, which was South Carolina versus the field, which basically means... That's all they had? That's all they had. It's updated that's now. It. I have I have updated odds in here, but 
It was okay. like South Carolina at like minus 140 and the field at like plus 160, which basically <laughs> means South Carolina was favored over everybody to the point where you could bet against South Carolina. And if every if any other team in the whole tournament won, you would win money and you would win more money because they were the underdogs. Were people taking that like crazy? I, they I should have. If I could take that right now, I would take that. I know. Absolutely. Well, isn't that, isn't that a crazy bet? Well, here's the updated odds because I checked today to go see if I could find it again. And they have updated odds. But um, what, what they've updated, it's ridiculous, actually. What they've updated to do is we've got South Carolina still the favorite at uh, minus 190, which means you would have to bet $190 in order to win $100. Um, and then the next highest ranked team is Stanford at plus 800, which means if you were to bet $100, oh you would win $800. That's how heavy underdogs they are. And then Indiana's plus 900, Yukon is plus 1100, Iowa 1700, and so on and so forth. And then it gets into like Texas and Notre Dame at plus 5000, where you could bet $100. And if they yeah. were to win the championship, you'd win $5,000. <laughs> wow. Oh, okay. my God. I don't think those are totally accurate. No. <laughs> I feel like I would take UConn at that money. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. That I don't that's, know I, a lot. Say. I don't know a lot about betting. I mean, you just explained the hundred line to me for the first time ever yeah. <laughs> that I now understand it. But I didn't know anything and now I work for a company that uh, is involved in like sports this. betting content, yeah. and so I had to learn. I I, only um, I also texted my yeah. coworker today to make sure that I was right before I came on here and said all Okay, <laughs> so you're not an expert. Got no. it. So you're cool. <laughs> Perfect. So I, I only understood about. horse odds before, and now I understand yeah. these odds. So oh, horse odds. They're easier to understand. Like something's 10 to one. Like that kind of makes sense oh, to okay. me. Yeah. I bet a dollar I get $10. Is yeah. 10 to one the equivalent of minus 100? Uh, 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 a, a thousand. Pl plus a thousand. a thousand or something like yeah. that. Okay. If I bet $100, I'd get a thousand. That would be plus a thousand, right? Yeah. Uh, minus a thousand. Which, minus a thousand which okay. doesn't make any which that was honestly a big sticking point for <laughs> me is so like, well, the minus, how can we confuse everybody and i'm let's like have the our plus should mean way. i'm winning money right yes yeah or i guess the plus does mean i'm winning wrong money, but the plus i don't oh, know true. it's all the plus should mean their favorite to me because plus positive favorite i don't know it's this all is so funny this is the funniest <laughs> thing we've ever done because it's <laughs> Usually when we're bidding, we're like job. off the rails bidding. And right now we're like not fucking bidding. Like we do not know what the fuck uh, we're talking about. And but, it's one of our jobs. Yeah, it's one of our jobs. But essentially right now you could bet <laughs> South Carolina, they're minus 190 to win it, which so they're heavy and they're the only team that is like favorited to win. I Stanford, that's a good bet. You bet $100, you could win $100 <clears throat> if Stanford takes it all. Yeah, but they just yeah. lost the Pac-12 tourney. Yeah, that is stinker. To right. the Cougs. To the Cougs. Go Cougs. Pretty crazy. Shout out. Um our former producer emma wayman world's biggest yeah. fan go kooks go yeah. yeah literally what about the colorado um, buffaloes what are they <gasps> Ooh, what are they oh I that have... is a good question I mean, kate they are 19th in the country i'm gonna put some money on them i'll put if i put ten dollars on them and they won i mean then they, i'd probably make a million yeah you'd make uh, so much money what the, the bummer thing about plus twenty four thousand. Twenty four thousand. Oh. So if I bet a hundred dollars, I'd win twenty four thousand dollars. Yeah, let me let me double check that. But I believe that is right. All right, well, it's money well spent. Okay. Yeah, if you bet a hundred dollars, you could win twenty four thousand dollars if Colorado takes it all. I okay. feel like women's hoops are 
the parity is like not super high. Like like you have your top like three teams every mm-hmm. year, mm-hmm. and then everyone after that's kind of like whatever crapshoot. But it's kind of like you know the the South Carolinas, the Yukons, like those are going to be the winners. Yeah. The yes. Boulder, the Boulder, you know, the Buffs are probably not going to be the winners. I honestly, I mean, I played there. I'm so yeah. happy they're doing well. I would. The chances of them winning the NCAA title are lower than what that, those odds were. Like it just. <laughs> I hope nobody listens to this who's in Boulder, but like you're right. There's like eight teams, and now it's expanding. Like I could see Iowa winning. I wouldn't have yeah. said that yeah. two years Iowa's ago. Iowa's plus seventeen hundred. So that's kind of a. That seems like a nice bet to me. Yeah, I, I feel like the Slim Reaper could get going, and then mm-hmm. you could get your some money on that bet. Yeah, and they're. I feel like they'll have. They'll be like. America's team because yeah. she's just so fun that yeah. yep I don't know yep. I feel like and everyone will kind of be on their side and yeah I was so safe it, they're just so safe yeah. right it's Iowa yeah. well last yeah. year when Iowa lost that is the reason that I have a can of corn tattooed on my leg now so oh my god no that was Nebraska right I thought or it was they play Creighton. each other I thought Creighton beat Iowa oh yep yeah wait yeah. Wait, so it's not safe to you. It's dangerous, is what it's you're saying. It's very dangerous, actually. I have a little You make life-altering decisions because mm-hmm. of Iowa's performance. We got to that image. If, yeah. <laughs> if Iowa loses one of us, one of the no, playgrounds. you said we. You said if Iowa loses, we will get a tattoo of corn. <laughs> and then they did, and I was like, who's going to do it? They lost, and I was like, well, Seriously? I guess someone's got to do it, huh? How big is this tattoo? And is it a can or a hu- or a husk? Um, it's, it's a like corn. it's a can. It's like two inches. It's a, it's a can. And it's a can that our creative director Bethany designed, and it just says corn on it. <laughs> it's actually so. Cute. It's so funny. We gotta recirculate um, those images. Yeah, we do. It's the anniversary uh, of the corn stuff. tattoo. Soon. Ashton, I'd like to point yeah. out really quick that Oregon State is also plus twenty four hundred to win it all. Thousand. Twenty four thousand. Yeah, that's my bad. Um, I will say that's actually uh, they should be worse than that sportsbook odds uh, on women's sports particularly college sports I have noticed are deeply unreliable there was a point in this season I don't remember who they were playing but South Carolina was playing maybe an unranked team maybe a low ranked team uh, just a regular season game and they were like plus 50,000 to win <laughs> the spread was like 11 and a half points or something but they were uh, or I'm sorry they were minus 50,000 to win you would have had to have bet how much to make money? You would have to be bet $50,000 to make $100 in profit. No! What? what? Who would ever do that? Who? Oh, my right? God. Like, what is what – is, there's no there's no value there, right? No, like, me, no... no, absolutely not. Me and my coworkers were dying. It was so yeah. funny. Who was it was like that bet? Oh, we my God. We were like, who, yeah. who made these odds? Because they just set the odds, and it's like – Okay, I guess yeah. somebody fell asleep and added two extra <laughs> zeros. <laughs> That's good oh stuff. Oh my god. Um, That's fucking crazy. So mate. the person who wrote this letter wants to know uh, South Carolina versus the field, what does that mean? And do I take that bet? Um, that's not a bet that's available on FanDuel at least anymore, which is the only sports books are really hard for me. I always have a hard time logging in. But basically, they want to know should they bet on South Carolina to win the championship? And if you're looking to win the bet and you don't really care about the odds <laughs> or the money i'm really liking south carolina this year 
That's an interesting uh, qualifier there. If you're looking yeah. to win, which well, you know, it's not really like some a people value. just play for the love of the game. Some people, yeah, want to I, I would bet dude. on South Carolina. Yeah, no, yeah. I would obviously bet on them, but I don't find mm-hmm. that to be enjoyable. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. If you're I like looking for like a value bet, maybe not, but. Stanford is who I Stanford or UConn I would take with those odds. Am I supposed to participate in this part oh. of the show because I'm oh, just yeah. jumping in? Okay, cool. no, 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 no. Well, no, Kate, yeah, you have to be quiet for nothing. the rest of the show. <laughs> I know nothing about odds, and I'm pretending that I am well versed. You're right you're like okay. really really nailing this because I never okay, would have guessed good. that you're not like a betting person after this. Oh, yeah, no. no, we brought you on to be an expert, and no. that applies to everything we are going to talk about tonight. Right, you didn't prep me, but I should just yep. be an expert no matter yep. what comes yep. up. Yeah. All right. Um, we'll or see if what you happens just, next. We can just talk about how um, we all think it's going to be South Carolina again. Like, are they going to repeat? I don't want I don't, it to be that. I don't want that to happen. Down I with the SEC. Love. I mean, I, I, I think they're so great, but I just, I'm all here for this expansion that is happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I want some team to break through and just yeah. shock obviously not Colorado, but like in Indiana or in Iowa or just yeah. something. Something. UConn can stay not winning because they did it for a long time. That's not so interesting to me. But Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, the whole point of, not the point, but like the whole magic behind March Madness is like anything should be able to happen. So like, let's let's not just stick with the top four that we're the same final four as the last, you know, as previously I'm down for some shakeups. Sorry, Same. South Carolina. Sorry. It's not that we don't love you. It's just someone else's turn, we hope. You yeah. Know? Yeah. You know? Yeah. An entire country's rooting against you, South Carolina. <laughs> but we love you, Aaliyah. Shoot, yeah. Ashton. They're gonna they're gonna live up to the adversity. Oh my <sighs> god, yeah. Haters let your haters be your motivators. <sighs> Is that their thing? I don't know. It could I don't be. Know. I don't probably is. isn't like that everybody's thing i feel that. like that's yeah. definitely yeah. their thing yeah 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 um i'd love this is me now homering i i didn't go to college in my or i did go to college i didn't go to a college with sports and my parents didn't go to colleges with sports um so i kind of have always been an adopter of whoever is around me whoever's the most passionate so i'm a big i'm a big i'm a beeves fan now i'm rooting for the beeves Hell but yeah. uh, my coworkers matt and marissa big maryland fans marissa obviously played for maryland and so I'd love to see like a Maryland breakthrough. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Anybody? Who wouldn't? That'd be yeah. fun. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I mean, they did win a title already, so it's not yeah, like true. brand new team on the scene. Yeah, um, that's true. So I guess if you told me, I, I definitely would say uh, Indiana would be like, if yeah. you told me somebody, that would be ran- not Ugh. random, was going to win, Indiana would be it. But yeah. Okay. Wait, yeah. I'm trying to think of schools that don't have sports. Have I heard of this school? <laughs> Let's play a game. <laughs> it's an art school. We, um, oh, me? She went to art well, school. Kind, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it a music? Yeah. Is it Berkeley? It's not. Okay. Do you want me to is narrow it, it down was to it, a region? Is, is it, it music? Um, it's all art. It does. It's like a, it's like a liberal arts school technically, but it's like an arts focused college. Give me okay. the area. Give me, is, this is not fun for anybody except me. No, it's okay. <laughs> um, it's fun for me. Um, I'm in the Midwest. I don't know if oh. that helps. No, that makes it uh, Carnegie Mellon. Uh uh-uh. uh No, that's an engineering or something school. Yeah. Have I heard of this school? Maybe not. Probably not. It's pretty small. Okay, what is it? <laughs> I went to uh, Columbia College, Chicago. Oh, was never gonna get that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not one of the big names. We, it like, sounds awesome though. 
Yeah, it was pretty fun. Um, we had like uh, rec leagues or like intramural sports. Like, you know, I played volleyball for them. Technically, I also went to Pacific University, Oregon, but that's also a D3 school. So that's yeah. not room for them either. Okay. Um, yeah. Currently, speaking of Oregon, Portland, uh, it, just, it just says Portland. There are a bunch of teams tied for worst odds. They're all plus 49,000, which is hilarious. But Portland is one of them. And, the, and so are the Oregon oh. Ducks. What happened there? I thought they – weren't that's they good right. like three days ago? Yeah, that's yeah, They got to be better than that. They, I mean, they should be at least they're, – they're not as good as Colorado, but they're still better than that. Yeah, that's Colorado's this is what I was saying, though, here. about um, – <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> see, this is the thing about, like, women's sports odds is that, like, you know, you have your top however many teams, and then there's, mm, what's, well, you know, three they, times They just seven. got tired. There's like, tw- they there's like 27. They got yeah. all the way down to O in the alphabet, and they were like, yeah. Mm. Yeah, there's what? like 24 teams 50, with plus 2,400 yeah. odds, and then there's like another 21 teams with plus 49,000 odds. It's interesting, though, because if you look at the men's side, the team with the best odds is Houston, and they're plus 550, so they're not even like the outright favorite. Houston has the best odds? Yeah, those. Are, oh, I guess they're the, one. They're one seed, right? Or, the best is plus five fifty, which is interesting because, um, you know, nobody's got the the minus odds, the negative. I don't know what the term there is, but nobody's got the little minus. The little minus thing that comes before the little it. minus. Yeah, International yeah. Women's Day. The little minus. <laughs> Someone from the com- somebody from gaming society is going to listen to this and be like, Yeah, <laughs> yeah is this how we want to represent ourselves? <laughs> They're going to be like, Sierra, you can't do the podcast anymore. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. I, so I, I take the bet or don't take the bet. I would say if like, if you're filling out your like merch madness bracket, maybe you put South Carolina <laughs> as your winner if you're like trying to win your bracket challenge. But I think there's some value bets in like a Stanford or a UConn or an Iowa or an Indiana because like even Iowa's plus 1700. Are there prep bets on that? You can win 170 yeah. bucks. Come on. Whoa, quick math. Oh, you're good at math. 1700 divided by 10. It was just there. <laughs> yeah. Um, are there prop bets in this kind of stuff? Um, no? Player props. You know, I'm... like what color the Gatorade is or whatever the hell. <laughs> I don't see. It, we might get in some of them. Uh, we might get some if. Well, right now, I, I don't think there are player props for the tournament because we don't technically know who's in the tournament. There's only futures bets for the true um, championship fair, game. A futures fair. bet is a bet that you don't know the result of till the future. A little. Okay, so wait, but here's some Wait, but does that always how a bet works? Yeah, technically all bets or like most bets are futures bets, but usually a futures bet is like used to describe something that will happen over the length of like a season or a tournament or something like that oh okay technically they're all but they do have they will have seed props like will the scary 12 seed beat the five um who will be the first number one to lose i don't know um and then this third bullet says more seed props which is like what is that even okay that's not very specific um but they have tournament props what will the sum of the final four seed numbers be so there are fun. There are some fun. I could get into that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I could that's get into my stuff. betties about that. But I hope they have those for women, because yeah, yeah, I'm not saying on FanDuel. I'm not seeing like you can see who's gonna win the American Athletic Conference, Big West, Ivy League, and it's only men. 
Classic. We don't nice. get anything, even on International Women's Day. Nope, nothing. <laughs> Sorry. Um, you just don't get to have the same stuff. Is that okay? Yeah. Is that fine it's with fine. everybody before we move on? Okay. It's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of fighting, so it's yeah. fine. <laughs> For this International Women's Day, we're giving up. Um, Yeah, I would say <laughs> if if that if you can still find a south carolina versus the field bet though you should go crazy on that that is an insane mm-hmm. bet all your money just put all your money in that just, <laughs> yeah that's so funny take yeah, out a loan awesome um yeah. okay so that's a good answer to that one let's get into our next letter it was concise yeah. too and that's important yeah and not yeah. super clear yeah. concise mm-hmm. and cool um cool. <laughs> This next letter, speaking of Iowa, uh, let's see who this next letter is from. It reads, I apologize in advance. It reads, Dear Babby, I'm a really good point guard in the great state of Iowa. And even though I'm just, I'm just a baby sophomore, some people think I should declare to be in the WNBA draft. I think I should take my fifth COVID year because the draft is stacked this year. What should I do? Signed, Caitlin Clark. Wow. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> Yeah, who wrote that? Who wrote that? That was crazy. Um, Sometimes you just get inspired, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I saw you um, transcribing this because obviously Ashton didn't write it, but it was sent to Ashton. Mm -hmm. I saw you transcribing it in the doc, and I was like, okay, (laughs) that one's going to be We're doing this. We're doing I guess this is something that's going to happen. Been having a lot of those moments lately. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So, Caitlin Clark theoretically at the end of this season i believe can declare for the wmba draft it's kind of i i feel like i don't hear a lot about her doing it but it is a thing and it's something that i've been hearing people talk about more as we're getting into the tournament um i don't know what your guys thoughts on this is or if you have specific thoughts on this i personally caitlin quack if you're listening (laughs) um I think you take that mm-hmm. fifth COVID year. I think you take another year. I can't think of any downsides besides like potentially getting injured, which like that could happen in the WNBA as well. Um, I don't think there's any downsides to like developing your game another year, especially because the can like the talent from college to the WNBA condenses in a way that I think doesn't even happen in the NBA. It's like yeah. You might as well like you're gonna go. You're playing. You're going from playing against like literal teenagers to like full grown women who have been fighting to like be on an WNBA roster for yeah ten years. So I I don't see personally anything wrong with taking a fifth year. But I'm curious if you guys have any opinions on this. I wish that the structure wasn't such that I thought that she should go to the W. I wish mm-hmm. I wanted her to go to the W. Mm-hmm. I wish that was the world we lived in. Yeah. But I don't see any reason, unless she was one of those, like, you know, crazy, comp- and I'm not saying that she's not crazy competitive, but, like, one of those people who just needed to test herself against the best immediately. Like, yeah. needed yeah. to go to the W and just prove that she really is, like, the game changer that she seems yeah. to be. But, I mean, that can happen a year later. Mm-hmm. I just don't think there's any reward system in place, whether it is the salaries or any or attendance that would advocate for her to go to the W right now as opposed to 
stay in the warm cocoon of her 12,000 people sold out arenas where they think she's a god. So I mm-hmm. don't know why you yeah. believe that yeah. if you didn't have to. Speaking yeah, and I think- of Iowa, I mean... Can I just take like a two minute detour? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. We, and we're here with I you. I have to read. That's basically the okay. name of this podcast is Detour. Is Detour. We're never. Yeah. What a funny Okay. Name okay. Podcast. So it's been really, really fun watching Caitlin Clark and then watching Iowa react to homegrown talent, Caitlin Clark, and then also reporting hoop, like researching hoop muses and. Okay, fun little fact. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. I think I'll bring this full circle. No, fun I'm ready. I you don't even have okay. to. Yeah, you don't if, have if to, but I believe in you. Okay, <laughs> if I if I just leave myself stranded on the open highway, we're fine. Yeah, we'll reach out our <laughs> okay. hand and we'll say, join us, brother. We'll, yeah, <laughs> pull you out. <laughs> um, so I uh, I grew up in New York, mm-hmm. and I learned in, in researching this book that New York State was the last state in the U.S. to start a high school basketball tournament. Um, isn't oh. that crazy? Wouldn't you have thought New York would be one of the first? Because mm-hmm. we just associate New York with like... Wait, I that's know, for girls? Yeah, girls high school okay. basketball tournament. Oh um, so that, that is part of a kind of the, the story I'm about to tell. So this is what I learned in researching this book. In 1925 in Iowa, high school girls basketball was pretty big because... It was pre-TV, and these small communities would show up for the girls' high school game in the same Mm -hmm. fashion that they would show up for the boys. But Mm -hmm. there was still the same pressures that faced all female athletes back then, which was like, this isn't societally normal, or it's unladylike. And Mm -hmm. so at a Presbyterian church in Des Moines, Iowa in 1925, the organization that sponsored high school tournaments decided they were no longer going to sponsor girls basketball because it was too strenuous for the ladies. And this one, this one superintendent, he thinks this is a mistake. And at this meeting, he says this, and it is recorded in history. He says, gentlemen, if you attempt to do away with girls basketball in Iowa, you'll be standing at the center of the track when the train runs over you. Oh, and oh shit. breaks off. Yeah, this this guy was like, I have my beliefs and I'm willing to say them for recorded history. And he turns out to be yeah. right. Obviously, we see Caitlin Clark today. Yeah. But and he breaks off and he starts a new governing body. And they they are running girls high school state championships in Iowa beginning in 1925. And if you go back in Iowa history to the 30s, these state tournaments, like 7000 people were packed to watch high school girls basketball state tournaments in Iowa. And it, it's never stopped. Like high school state basketball tournaments in Iowa have been blowing people's minds since this moment when this guy was like, gentlemen, if you stand and like, so now when I watch Caitlin Clark, I can't get this out of my mind, which is why I don't think she should leave Iowa because like she is in the (laughs) cocoon right now. Yeah. And and she is like, she is living this like manifestation of what happened a hundred years ago. And I, so that's what I think of when I watch Caitlin Clark now. So I personally think Iowa is where she has to be for as long as possible. What an absolute fucking I think I'm going to move to Iowa. Right? Yeah, I've, we've been influenced. Ashton's also easily influenced. You got the tattoo. Iowa in. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I already got a corn tattoo. I'm halfway there. I'm in Chicago. Yeah. Just show people, you know? Yeah. Someone was like so mad when we 
said that when we said like we'll get a corn tattoo they were like there's not even that much oh, corn yeah, here or something does, so they don't okay. so much yeah, corn. Yeah. and i was like my roommate's from iowa is. she fucking loves corn so yeah maybe <laughs> everybody i know from iowa was very proud of their corn who is this busted? yeah that's, yeah also i just got a can up. of corn permanently inked onto my body maybe <laughs> maybe one of us is allowed to talk about this and the other isn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, oh my god I can't get over that. Okay, You're so be she's standing, standing in the middle of the tracks when the train is coming. Jesus Christ. I right. am so inspired by that because that is exactly how I speak. I'm like, I'm going to get run over by a train right now. Like, just <laughs> so the most dramatic, dramatic like, histrionic, <laughs> like, ridiculous statements. Yep. I love that guy. I and mean, imagine <laughs> if you wait 100 years and you're proven right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, amazing. And that man was Caitlin yeah. Clark. And that little boy was. That was the story. That's right. That is a previous life that Caitlin Clark lived, turns out. And then she was reincarnated. So here we are. Wow. You came back around full circle. Until an absolute hooper. Um, That's lit. Another thing, another point, and I think my aforementioned coworkers, Matt and Marissa, pointed this out on their show, See You in the Lobby, is the longer she waits to enter the league, the closer we get to expansion, where there's going to be like, you're not f- mm. one of a hundred people fighting for like four roster spots. Cause right now, not even everybody who's picked in the first round makes a team. So not even just, like, which is not crazy. even Leisha Clarendon, who was almost on the Olympic team had a spot last year. I know. So, I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's the most insane thing in the world. It's literally insane. And like in the WNBA, nobody really, I mean, there are exceptions, but like, most of the time people do not enter the league and like immediately become like very good like Aaliyah Boston is so good like a transcendent player right now she's not going to get to the WNBA and be putting up like 25 points a game. right love if she proved me wrong Aaliyah if you're listening to this it's just not me being a hater but you know what I mean like it's not like Caitlin yeah. Clark would be going to the league to like help especially now with the super team she's not getting picked by the liberty of the aces she's not going to go into the league next year and help a team win a championship or even compete for a championship right oh, yeah she's gonna yeah. be wrong this is yeah, yeah. this is Uh-oh. this is i'm Summer being a hater her. again Reverse. you're about to get your corn tattoo revoked yeah that's, that's okay. not gonna give you the passport to iowa that you think it is if Sometimes iowa I, like wins it all i'll have uh, my tattoo okay. off <laughs> Do you ever sometimes imagine what a training camp for a WNBA roster is actually like? Like that scene in Love and Basketball where they're playing for Southern California and like mm-hmm. the one the one girl like pushes down the other and is like, you're in the big leagues now. <laughs> I mean, that's not what she says. It's a better line yeah. than that. You would know because you write scripts. It's much more elevated than that. <laughs> But, like, that's how I imagine the energy of every WNBA training camp is. Is like, every drill you do is just, like, the intensity is through the roof. Like, I would run away from that situation yeah. as fast yeah. as I could. Not not, oh, yeah. not Caitlin Clark, but, like, I'm like, this is terrifying. Like, that yeah. level of cutthroatness must be incredibly difficult. Yeah. Yeah. And you can even, Ugh, yeah. you can even look at And then you have like to try Sabrina. hard all the time. Oh, yeah. You have to like be the no. best, and the NBA all of the time get a ten day contract. They gave Mac a ten day contract just because other NBA players were pissed about the dunk contest. Like, wait, he yeah. got a ten day? Yeah, I think the Phil- I think Philly signed him to a ten day because I don't know who it might have been Kevin Durant, but I don't I don't want to I don't know, so I'm not going to say for sure. But somebody was like ridiculous that like a G leaguer <laughs> is in the dunk contest, and then they were like, fine. We'll sign right. him to attend. Oh, it. shit. I didn't even know that. Here, here's yeah. a couple hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's um, so devastating. But you, you have to be like the best of the best to get a contract in the WNBA. Yeah. So I and then I every say... sprint you have to run it really fast, like as fast yeah. as you can. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. That is crazy. And you run. you're there are years that you don't make a roster and you can maybe come back and make a roster like you're trying out every single year. Yeah. That's if like if you work really out every time. day, all year, for three hours yeah. a day, maybe you can come back yeah. and try again. No Rebecca case. Gardner <laughs> grinded in the fucking Euro League until she was thirty, whatever, and then was a rookie for the Chicago Sky last year. <laughs> so. It's so nuts. That could be you. So Caitlin, say <laughs> that could be you. It's so sad to be at the point where you're like kind of discouraging people from being in the W, but like yeah. I mean, Damn. Can, yeah. you got Kathy being like, I'm not really in a rush to expand. I'm like, okay, like, well, in a rush. So yeah. maybe you could be in a rush. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever think about that? Everything about should urgency. should be in a rush. Yeah. What else are you doing? Because like pretty soon it's going to be like, you know, Aaliyah Boston's coming league. It's going to be Caitlin Clark and we have like Cameron Brink. Um, mm-hmm. Paige Beckers is going to get in there. We could name 15 people right now that will definitely be in the w in the next two to three years and like that's 10 percent of the league yeah insane oh makes me so mad i can't get talking about this because i just so dumb well i have good news for you ashley um our advice to caitlin clark is stay at iowa you have basically nothing to lose and everything to win because also what's i don't know what's going to happen with south carolina next year when they lose Aaliyah. And I think they're losing another player. Oh. I'm I'm really bad at knowing college players, so that's on me. Yeah. Well, I just realized that this person I think put that she's a sophomore, but I don't think she's a sophomore. Mm-hmm. I mean, Caitlin wrote that she was a sophomore. Yeah, she must be a junior. She missed. Or maybe she's a sophomore letter. because she has her COVID year back or whatever. Yeah. I. You never know how it oh. works, dude. It's if crazy. she's already counting. I mean, obviously she hand wrote this to to you. So. Right. In crayon. Yeah. In crayon. <laughs> yeah in porn um, okay well we were gonna talk about we have a letter here from somebody who i think is from the knicks and we we're gonna talk about how the knicks have been good but i say we skip it because we got some unsolicited we could just say here. the knicks are good the knicks have been good congratulations what do yeah, you want it's actually really fun guys it is fun yeah um i hate I mean, to be I'm a 90s a knicks, knicks fan. fan i'm happy yeah. but you know yeah. But also, it's nothing until it's something is really how I feel yeah. as a Knicks fan. Yes, so. that is a really good yeah. point. Um, so then that means we're done with our letters. So we're going to get into the next segment, which is unsolicited advice, which is uh, this is advice that we give to people that nobody asked for. Um, so <laughs> my first piece of unsolicited advice is everybody should go listen to the Airbuds episode where they talk about John Morant and that whole situation. Um, if you're someone who might be interested in a conversation about that that doesn't blow chunks... Uh, I listened to the podcast on the airplane yesterday. It was good. Um, and it's good stuff. Uh, Ashton. Okay. Uh, from- oh, Kate. Yeah. Were you- I was going to say listen to Kate's pod. Oh, yeah. That's listen good, off Looking Glass. Um, and I was going to bring up what I was so mad about this morning that I was like hyper fixated on, which was the Karen Logan piece of the pod today, which was... Mm-hmm how she designed a full-on basketball and Wilson was like no sorry it's you don't get up. it on it's international so women's up. day I think it's time Wilson basketball acknowledged Karen Logan's place in the history of the game people mm-hmm. um yeah so 
that's not that that that's Ashton's unsolicited advice, but I agree. Of course, with it. go listen to this piece <laughs> and then become outraged at Wilson and call them out. Yeah, and yeah. you're our expert, so yeah. Yes, I'm the resident expert. But my piece of unsolicited advice it doesn't have to be about sports or pods, does it? No, nope. Um, I think that you should. N- I heard I heard I heard this a couple years ago, and I think it's very true. So it's always my piece of unsolicited advice. Ooh. Never start singing a song unless you really do know all of the lyrics. Oh, okay. you know, that's you amazing. Going and then you realize, wow, I actually am way too confident in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you just leak confidence. You just don't want to be that person. So yeah. Really, only if you know all the words. And the only song I know all the words to is Ignition, Ignition the Remix by R. Kelly, which leaves oh, yeah. me in a, in a state of obvious catastrophe because I, mm-hmm. I can't sing that song or yeah. profess any joy to it. So if yeah. there's other songs you do know, make sure you play those when you're going to sing them mm. in the car with other people. Okay, that's fair. So do you think that's a metaphor yeah. for like, you know, don't speak before you know before you're informed on the topic or is it just strictly about a song? No, I think it's strictly about the song. I think it's really about that weird feeling that happens inside of you when you suddenly realize while you're singing that (laughs) you don't know the next line and yet you're like trying to find the word in the last second. You know the feeling and it's not a great feeling or it's avoidable. It's avoidable. And it's like, why did you think you could, why did I think I knew this song at the time? Like what gave me that confidence? Yeah, no, no, no. You, You just knew the first three lines you actually don't know the song <laughs> anyway no that is good advice. i also know regulators i actually know regulators by heart too so oh, that okay. one i could do is okay. that is that too old no, no. i mean for who talking about? about what for you for, for you oh i thought you meant like to be in the um in the uh discourse oh that is what i mean is it too old of a song uh yeah. <laughs> okay. Keep it. Real. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. No, I now I want to see what your listeners think. If regulators is just too too old of a song <laughs> to care about. Okay. Yeah. Everybody tweet I, at us and let us know your opinion on if regulators is too old or not. Okay. I. This is how we're gonna promo this episode. <laughs> yeah, that is a good question. What year is this? Like ninety. I want to say 94, I, 95, because I, I remember. Oh, um, yeah, 94. No, that's not too old. No. There's plenty it's of. It's also not an old song. If you listen to it, it feels like it's fresh. Okay. Mm. As in, Everybody... like, it doesn't feel like a dated 90s bullshit song. It feels yeah. really interesting stylistically, which I know nothing about, and I'm way out of my depth already. 1994. <laughs> Is when this song okay. is. We're experts on so many things. Okay, another example of like a ninety a song from ninety four is okay. uh, "I'll Make Love to You, Boys to Men." That's not too old. I wouldn't say that's too old. I would be less Sierra? confident in that than Regulator. Like I am more confident that if you put this on Twitter, Regulator will hold up than I am mm. okay. Boys to Men. I'll, I'll make love to you. Oh wow! I'm more okay. confident in Regulator. I can't wait. To hear what people say. Because yes. I have no idea. I have no skin in this game at all, but Well, you I did love say good... that it was too old, so you did get yourself into <laughs> yeah. the mix. I thought I don't know why I thought it was a little bit older than that, but 
Um, it was really confident. I love a little science experiment where we have our little mice that we're watching vote yes mm-hmm. or no when we do a poll on Twitter, you know? So yeah, we'll, r- we'll run a that. Twitter poll. Um, okay, if we're done with unsolicities, that means it's time for everybody's second favorite game, Rose! that's an old song every single episode i do the drum riff from uh in the air tonight by phil collins that song's old as hell so let's see what that song holds up yeah that song definitely that's 1981 whoa 1981 sorry yep that's that's we actually sing a lot on this podcast um yeah and often we don't beg us so we actually should maybe take your advice um rose thorn bud is a little (laughs) game we like to play at the end of every episode where we kind of recap our week usually like as it relates to basketball you do a rose which is something that was good that happened a thorn which is something that's bad that happened and a bud which is something you're looking forward to um i'll kick us off my rose is that i called the clippers frauds in a tiktok i made for work and then they lost a bunch of games to like the wolves and the kings and the warriors um so that was very validating to me as kind of an expert (laughs) analyst um, my thorn <laughs> is that the Warriors don't know how to do anything except jack up threes when we're already like down 15. And I'm like, when we run offense, it's like maybe one of the most beautiful things in the whole world. We, our passing is so good and we just refuse to use it. So that's my thorn. Um, and my buzz is that I'm excited for March Madness this year. Uh, I, every year I slowly have been increasing the amount that I care and pay attention to March Madness. Um, and I've of course hit it as, you know, as that ramping up goes, I've hit a new high. Uh, so that's, that's what I'm excited about. Um, Ashley, your turn. Um, uh, my rose, actually, I'm going to switch it. Um, not switch it. Okay. No one can see the doc. I don't know why I'm doing all this commentary. <laughs> my rose is that we had a really fun day. Me and Brasilia today spoke at NYU we spoke in a course called how basketball can change the can world, save the world, save the world, can change the world. Yeah. Um, David yeah. Hollander, Kate. Yeah. He yeah. actually mentioned he just you has a book. Like, out. Oh, yeah. He's got a book. Mm-hmm. Out. Yeah. Yeah. So we spoke at that and it was so fun. He's the best. Oh my God. He was such He's a cool. S- He's really, really cool. Yeah. That's awesome. You got Only. to be a part of that. That is. Yeah. What was so fun? What now there's a negative though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a bug or something. <laughs> buds are good um, buds are, <laughs> buds are something are you're looking forward to because it's the anticipation she can't handle it um my bud is march madness is soon because i don't know what i didn't have a bud so um i didn't write one so we do have a lot of fun content planned for that though we have a bunch of interviews with athletes that we're going to put up on the blog and something else that I'm forgetting about. Oh, we're going to have some of them on the potty and stuff like that. So that's exciting. And then my thorn is the John Morant stuff, brother. Yeah. What's the deal with John Morant? We don't need to talk ad nauseum about this thing that everyone's talking about, but I hope, um, I hope whatever needs to be, whatever help he needs is given to him and whatever healing he needs is given. And also maybe he should stop fighting everyone and having guns i hope everything just resolves itself and there's a nice little bow and then we all give each other little forehead kisses kate <laughs> <laughs> okay well I, I don't have any prepared 
but yeah. I'm gonna yeah. go for it anyway. It's something we, we, we okay. you. usually forget to prepare people for. <laughs> okay, okay. And it's not one of those things that you, well, you can do it off the cuff. I'll, well, I'll yeah. attempt to. Because one thing I was excited about today, we mentioned it, but we tell this cool story on Off the Looking Glass today. And I was mm-hmm. excited to release it because it's a story not many people know about mm-hmm. this pioneer in women's basketball history who gets swindled by Wilson basketball out of her own design and mm-hmm. also out of making millions of dollars on this design. And I was like all excited because I was like, no one's, not many people have heard it. And we created these cool graphics because we always have a, the thought that like maybe we'll actually make change happen somehow. I mean, not not real change. Like when, when Dawn Staley was on, we made a graphic and we wanted Nike to re-release her sneaker also from the 90s. And we got a bunch of retweets, but you know, it's Nike. Like they didn't re-release yeah. her sneaker. But, and so that leads to my thorn, which is like, even though we were excited to tell this story, we were, we wanted, we wanted to engage with Wilson on it and get those folks to actually acknowledge this woman, especially on International Women's Day. But then you mm-hmm. realize the big behemoth you're up against, not just Wilson, but like anybody caring about women doing things or not doing things or getting, yeah. doing things in, and then being written out of the fact that they did them. So that was the thorn. Then been, then being like, well, shit, actually, no, these are hard things to change. And then I don't have a bud. Let me think. <laughs> Buds are so hard. That. Bud is, but then I could, I, I don't know. Give me, give me another, help me on my bud. What good could have happened? Mm. Um, a bud is like something you might be looking forward to, like something that's going to happen. But then at the end of the day, I could just smoke a little bit of weed and then that would make it all better. Mm-hmm. And so then you can. And it's a buzz. Just, it's a pun. It's just a, a one-to-one there. Oh, my God. So we're and there's a, a an adorable little kitty. Yeah, yeah, and my kitty cat has joined us. I'm hoping, I'm hoping her purring is going to get picked up by the microphone. Okay, girlfriend, this is actually not going to work so much. Sierra changed her name randomly after like years and okay. it's been an adjustment. Ashton, you're <laughs> the worst. Uh, her name, I, this cat was kind of given to me unexpectedly, and her name was Stormy, which I think did not represent her, um, and I didn't like it, and so I renamed her Bonnie, and it's a much better name, but if you're Ashton or my grandmother, you refuse to recognize her new name. It's hard. It loaded in yeah. so many ways. Sorry to trauma oh, yeah. you really quick. We have a um, lot of beef. Well, Kate, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. This was yes. a friggin' blast. This um, was so much fun. Thanks, y'all. Yeah. Um, is there anything last minute you want to plug before we get out of here? I know we, we did plug the book, but if you guys, if you don't already know, go by Hoop Can you prove to me Muses. you can say it? Hoop Try it again. Muses. There you go. Yeah. I'm going to start doing that great. before every epi. <clears throat> Hoop muses. Hoop Every muses. morning you wake up and you're like, hoop muses. Yeah, I'll do it with a pencil in my mouth. Doing your makeup. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, but you guys really should go buy this book because it freaking rocks. And if you like Flagrant, 100 million percent, you will like this book because it feels a lot like something we, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so jealous we didn't do this book. It's so fucking cool. Yeah. And if um, you don't like Flagrant, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? Mm-hmm. Get out of here. It'd be weird. And yeah. you've lasted yeah. a very long time. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you like it now. <laughs> Flagrant Pod is brought to you by the same all-star squad that makes Flagrant Mag. The theme music for Helpside was created by Alan Lucas. 
For more flagrant content, head to flagrantmag.com where you can sign up for our newsletter, read our monthly blog, or join our Patreon to support current and future projects. If you like what you hear, leave us a rating and review. And if you don't, keep it to yourself. And as always, stay flagrant.